Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Spooky SLV Podcast, and I am your host, Brad Hicks. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologize today for being a day late. I was a day early last week, so, you know, maybe I'm just making up for stuff. Yeah, and that wasn't even me. I'm getting into the habit of recording more than one uh, episode at a time, and I schedule them to go out, and that one was scheduled for Tuesday last week, came out on Monday. Don't know. Maybe this won't come out tonight. Maybe it'll come out tomorrow. You just never know. But anyway, tonight we have three stories for technically one of one student from Sierra Grande has sent me two short stories and then two more from Sierra Grande as well. And I really cannot express how much I appreciate those students, because if it wasn't for you guys, my podcast would have died weeks ago. (laughs) But, you know, maybe I'll start throwing in some uh, HP Lovecraft or Edgar Allan Poe or uh, you know, maybe some creepy stuff. And I'll, you know, I'll even uh, get Christopher O'Brien's uh, Christopher O'Brien's uh, permission to read some more stories out of his books. But uh, anyway, here we go. Okay, here we go, folks. The first two stories are from uh, Naomi Renteria. This is weird because I've already recorded this once, but it's not showing up on the recording. If it shows up a second time, I, you know, I'm going to go through it before I publish it, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, first story is The Lady in the White Dress. This story was told to me by my dad. It was summer, and we were about 15 years old. It was around 7 p.m. My friends and I were home playing with my, in my mom's room. We decided to open the door because it was hot. About 30 to 40 minutes after that, in the hall that you can see once you open the door, I heard some footsteps. I thought it was my mom coming back from work. I said, hey, mom, I didn't hear you come, come in. How was work? To my surprise, she never answered. I looked around and saw, and all I saw was an old lady walking down the hall towards the kitchen in a white dress. My friends looked at the hall when they saw I was scared. I decided to stand up and walk behind her to see where she was going. My friends followed me and they also saw her, so they went with me. We were able to follow her until we watched her go into the laundry room, which was already dark. When we walked into the laundry room, we walked in and turned on the lights to see she was gone. We were so scared that we started running out of the house. About a month after that day, my uncle asked me to go to the basement where some of the water pumps were. Something was wrong with them. I never imagined what was going to happen next. When we went down there, I remember how dark it was and the smell was so disgusting. I decided to investigate what the smell was. I walked to the opposite side of where my uncle was going. My surprise was to find human bones. I ran to where my uncle was and I told him what I just saw. I was so scared that I never went back into the basement, afraid that those bones belonged to that woman we saw walking in the hall that day. Could have been. Could have been those bones, that lady's bones. You never know. You know, don't know why they were there in the first place, but I do hope somebody called the cops. (laughs) Maybe you can figure out something about them. Okay, second story is called Knock, Knock, Knock. The story I'm about to tell you is based on true events that happened at least a year ago. It was last November. I was home with my, with just my grandma. 
I decided to go sleep in my brother's room since he was gone. It was almost midnight and I was on the phone with my friend. We were talking about what we were going to do the next day. I heard someone knocking on the door. I told her, hold on. And I went and opened the door, wondering who would be out that late. To my surprise, there was not a single person outside. I ran back into the room and started talking to my friend again. A few minutes later, I heard a knock on the window. I told my friend to stop talking for a minute. I looked around and there was nothing. I told her, I'm going to bed. I have to work in the morning. I hung up and sat there watching a video for about two minutes. Through the corner of my eye, I saw a black figure pass by the window. I looked and there was nothing there. I called my friend back and I told her what was happening. I asked her to stay on the phone with me until I had the opportunity to get to my grandma's room. I told my grandma what had happened. She started praying while I was getting ready for bed. When she was in the middle of praying, I kept on hearing the knockings. I, it had just snowed, so I decided to go look for the footprints, but there was nothing. I still don't know what the knocking on the window was. Well, it could have been weather. Could have been, you know, settling of the house. Could have been a ghost. Don't know. But it's still creepy regardless. <laughs> Thanks for your submission, dear. Okay, the uh, next story is by uh, Miss Evelyn Carroll, entitled The Voice in My Nightmares. The world is spinning around me. He, or rather it, chases me, pouring out of the shadowy crevices. It reaches out, and I am surrounded by painful darkness. The clock reads 7.30 a.m. There's no time to decide what to wear or to do with my hair. So I throw on something and run to school. On a normal day, I would notice the crinkling of the color-changing trees and the bitter chill piercing through my thin jacket. Today's not a normal day, and I haven't had one since it started happening. I finally get to class, and I am exhausted. I guess that's what happens when you try not to sleep. Before the lecture began, I felt myself slipping slipping into that formidable darkness that has left me no rest. It's here. I see its glinting features, but only slightly. A flash of teeth here. Maybe its eyes there. That's all I can see. Then, nothing at all. Just emptiness. I hear laughter behind me. I can't help screaming. My screaming wasn't just in my dream. The class was in hysterics. I heard a cacophonous array of laughter everywhere I turned. I ran to the bathroom to hide from the humiliation and relax. I know I'm awake, but I can feel it following me. I make it into the dark bathroom, my chest screaming for air, and slump down against a wall. My lungs gratefully fill with the air they're lacking. I know I look a mess, but I check my reflection anyway. I look up and see my chaotic hair. I splash some cold water over my face. I look back up again and there it is. Once more, all I can see are its eyes and a wicked smile. I'm running once more. This time, I will go where I won't be alone, the office. I call my parents, but they are confused. I never call from the school. Luckily, they agreed to pick me up, but I have to wait a while. 
When I see the Suburban, I run up and climb in the back seat. My parents' eyes are full of questions, but I didn't feel like talking. When we made it home, I went straight to my room and did everything in my power not to fall asleep. Each blink is heavier, like someone pulling down on my eyelids. It's cozy in my room. Sleep, 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 a voice whispered. Maybe it was my own. When I opened my eyes again, it was there, only he gestured for me to run. I was scared awake by the thought of running again, of seeing the shadows smother all the lights as I tried to escape. There was a knock on my second story window. I decided to step out and break off the branch I assumed was causing the noise. Outside the wind catches my clothes, chilling me to the bone. I know that if I fall, I would get hurt. But there's no reason I would fall. The tree isn't outside my window anymore. Despite the cold, I'm sweating. My hands start to shake as I realize that I'm not alone. It found its way out of my head. With the push of the darkest shadows, I'm falling. I woke up in my room. My arms are bound and it's too bright. But I don't mind. Light keeps it away. Rocking me... Rocking will keep me awake. Keep it away. It'll never get me now. Her schizophrenia has gotten the best of her. She can't leave unless she's stable on her own. The voice trails off. Schizophrenia? It is not schizophrenia. There is no stopping it. It'll never go away. Okay, Miss Evelyn Carroll, that's a hell of a story. I really like that one. Makes you think, okay, she's being chased by a ghost. No, maybe it's mental illness. But either way, that's damn creepy. I like that one. Very good. Thank you. Okay, the next story is by uh, Alexis Johnson, entitled Creepy House. When I was younger, I moved into this house in Blanca. It was a two-story house and very old. The house seemed really ghetto and creepy. The yard was really big and had this two-door garage. I was about four or five when we moved in. My mom was single at the time and everything was going well. Nothing creepy had happened in the house. A couple of years later, maybe when I was about seven, my mom had been dating this guy. We remodeled the house and fixed the inside up, so it didn't look so bad. Come to find out, his auntie used to live in the house. He told us how she passed away in the house, in my room specifically. He told us about how his mom and auntie didn't get along, how she was mean to him while growing up, and how she always said when she died, she would make sure he, he was always checking his back. This is when all the scary things started as soon as my mom's boyfriend moved in. He was into rock and roll and Harley Davidson's. My mom and him shared a room downstairs. My room was also downstairs. There were two rooms upstairs and the two rooms downstairs. My brothers were all upstairs and shared a room because the master bedroom was upstairs. My mom's room at the time was really small and she didn't really like how small it was. We switched her room with my brother Izzy. So now it was just me and Izzy downstairs. I really liked my mom, so I never wanted to switch. This is when stuff started to happen. When Izzy would sleep in his room, he would always hear the stairs and floor creaking. This happened at the same time every night. In Izzy's room, his closet was under the staircase. No one else heard the noise. I never really paid attention to him until one time I was going to the bathroom. 
I didn't like to go all the way around the house, so I just went through my closet because it was connected to the bathroom. I was afraid of the dark, and we didn't have any, any night lights. When I got in my closet, I had to climb over my shoes because they were all over the floor, and there was a night light in the bathroom. When I opened the curtain to walk in the bathroom, I saw something in the mirror. The mirror was just above the toilet at the time. I just brushed it off and wasn't worried about it. Nothing had happened for a while after that. One day when Izzy was coming home, he saw two shadows running around the house. Homeboy thought it was Jack and Ivan. Izzy was getting really scared and ran into the house. Ivan and Jack weren't even there. It was just Ma and her boyfriend. She asked, what's wrong with you? Why did you run in here so fast? Izzy said, Mom, something is outside. I thought it was Jack and Ivan. It wasn't, though. It was something different. My mom was very concerned and confused. Izzy didn't want to sleep alone downstairs that night, so he slept with my mom. He noticed the bathroom. He needed the bathroom and had to go downstairs to use it. When he was walking down the stairs, he heard creaking. He thought it was just from him walking down. When Izzy got to the last step, he paused before he opened the door, and he heard laughing. Izzy was scared but needed the bathroom still, so he just ran to the bathroom and turned on the light. He was so scared to walk out into the dark, he called for my mom. My mom never came down, but next thing you know, Izzy wasn't really downstairs. Homeboy was asleep right next to my mom and her boyfriend. Well, that's a weird one. That's crazy. Well, at least he made it back upstairs, I guess. Or did he even go down to the bathroom? That's the question for you. Um, that was a good one, though. I like that one. Not bad at all. Thank you very much. Uh, Alexis, I appreciate your submission. Thank you. Okay, guys, that's it for me tonight. Um, sorry I'm a day late on this one. Uh, won't happen on the next one. You don't have to worry about that. I've gotten into the habit of recording more than one episode at a time. Now, last week, I don't know why it recorded or why it put it out on a day early. <laughs> I must be making up for it or something because I had it scheduled for Tuesday. It's sent it out on Monday. But um, before I do go, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. I want to thank my friend Andres Herrera for the music that he's been giving me to use and for getting me started on this. This is more fun than I've had in a long time. I really do enjoy it. So. You guys, I'm not going to bug you with the support thing tonight. Y'all just enjoy yourselves. We'll talk to you later. Thanks.